Anywho, hopefully Anywho. we can avoid additional full frontal nudity <laughs> in Burning Beard. The Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. We could talk about the feedback we got. We got some de- we got some good feedback. Yeah, Wilhelm got lots of praise. Yep. In fact, yeah. more, um, more than one yeah. person more than one person said it was, thanks to our episodes, they learn how to actually create characters painlessly. And now I'm terrified because so <laughs> much of <it's> cut out. <laughs> Yeah, when you think there's people actually listening, it's, whoa, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yeah. I I mean, considering all the mistakes I've made over these 20 sessions, uh, and, like, I read something like, oh, exceptional exceptional GM, like, uh, uh, (laughs) I'm like, wait, 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 okay. Who? I'm going to start levitating here any time now, but seriously, have you have you literally listened in and heard all the mistakes I've made, all the bad calls I've made across the entire 20 sessions? Oh, wow, wow, wow. And of course, it's a perfect GMing. Ah, uh, true. <laughs> and uh, they did say more beer, but you know. Yeah, that was you logging in and, and another, another thing. <laughs> <laughs> John's alternative. I don't. I I don't sock puppet. Watch. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, leaving the witness there. <laughs> it's good. Well, I seem to remember uh, there was the odd comment on excellent players as well. So, um, I mean, don't feel left out. And I don't want to be alone in the spotlight. That's horrible. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Let's see, where were we last? Where were we last? I think we're trying to get into a spot of trouble. Yeah. That's right. We yeah. have, the, we have the ghost. No, no, whose no, name no. I can't pronounce. Oh, Here you guys have the ghost. Back. Okay. We had the ghost. The ghost is patiently waiting. They uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're in some golden hall where we encountered somebody. Right. Right. No, no. <clears throat> is, is Ufkill there? No, Ufkel is back in camp. He's just hauled uh, the beer kegs barrels uh, back via cart, right? Yes. I, I cannot yeah. stop talking about his clever handling of a troll. <laughs> yes. Or ogre or whatever right. that thing is. And there's also the apprentices who can't stop enlarging uh, on the <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> the troll had two heads. <laughs> Well, it was uh, quite clever. He definitely outgunned me, so the only way I could defeat him was but was through cleverness. You are the spider breaker of Marl. I'm sure <laughs> they would have waited patiently for you to break him as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of actually, you know, all that time I was just thinking of Odysseus and the Cyclops Cave. All right. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be clever to get out of here. Of course, I didn't. I didn't feel like getting the big sharp stick to poke him in the eye with, though. May not have worked as advertised. No, I had to do it twice. That was old kill side. He was he was back with the beer. Uh, everyone was singing his praises. Mm-hmm. For the other side, I think the rest of you were down in, um, like like Dirk said, in the the lost golden hall, and you had uh, discovered some odd presentments on the walls, carving into the the gold, like uh, what seems like elves frolicking and so on, like strange images. Then you ran into someone who seems to be a human, uh, one of the man races. He was sauntering out into the open, 
further in, you were in this kind of vestibule portion, uh, looking into a um, like a, a larger hall, and he came into it from one of the sides and sort of squinting in the glare of your torches and lamps as it reflected on the the dusty gold to the tune of, of the ecstasy of gold. <laughs> he was chewing an apple and then realized that oh shit. We're not alone down here. Oh, he had only had one shoe on as well. And he called into, um, you know, a, a back room that, hey, guys, we're not alone. And that's, I think, where we um, left off. Now, I don't believe Flint actually found any pieces of the crown he was supposed to get, right? No. I have a shoe. You have a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shoe. Does that count? <laughs> The el- ghostly elven monarch is not amused. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing a facepalm right now. If this was animated, I, I could actually see a little sidebar or image or this ghost like shaking its little ethereal fists. No, no, not a sh- A crown, a crown, not a shoe! <laughs> right, okay. Um, and I think uh, as opposed to the time before this... Uh, since it wasn't last week, we're we're going to start at the Golden Hall. Mm-hmm. We're not going to move away from the the, the uh, uh, painful cliffhanger. Uh, oh, uh, should we take a quick quick uh, update of our of our beliefs? Good point. Good point. Because I have I must placeholder right now. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave it like that for now. I must, I must embellish. <laughs> it's not like I don't have further devilry planned. Um, uh, but you can definitely write something if you have something in mind. Well, uh, actually, I'm thinking that you know I have several barrels of well, basically stale beer. More or less, yes. This is where I'm going to try to try to see if I can suss out Bear's recipe and and maybe make these taste just as good as what she did with hers. Uh, okay, you, you, okay. I will make the stale beer I recovered more palatable. Which, which of course, you know, that's that's what I would say. What Wifka would say? I I gotta make this taste better. Uh well, how, how will you improve the taste? Mm. Put that down so you have an actual like. This is what I'm going to do by reproducing Bear's recipe. How's that? There you go. Actionable. Which means I'll be opening up herb wise today. I'm herb wise, <laughs> what? Or cooking wise, or whatever it is she did to make that beer taste so good. Maybe she's a brewmancer. <laughs> <laughs> so I need something to reopen the breweries. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, maybe it's time now because, like I said, I'm giving Rory his own, you know, mash tun and uh, and some barrels <clears> in the <throat> brewery, and I will test. I like step one, give Rory an impossible task. <laughs> it's kind of like the brewing version of the Kobayashi Maru. There you go. Oh yeah, he has a mash tun. He has barrels. Uh, Santa task of brewing beer by getting his own ingredients. <laughs> You've created a monster. <laughs> next, next, we'll have a spin-off where where brewmaster Rory is uh, like the Kirk version under the mountain. It's like I don't believe in a new brewing situation or something like that. <laughs> I don't believe in a no beer, uh, no ale situation. No scenario, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he'll sit there and hold an empty, you know, Budweiser can and go. Cans! <laughs> uh, so, uh, challenge Rory to brew beer by gathering his own ingredients. Okay. So I'm thinking, how can would that be? Nah, that's not good because that's the that's a, that that's an NPC challenge, and that's not my challenge. 
well, it does say I will challenge Rory. Uh, maybe, maybe you want to challenge Rory to prove himself. Well, you have to set it up. Well, you have set it up, but you can also say, I'm going to brew this thing, and you're going to brew this thing, and if it's... Uh, oh, that's even better. Yes, challenge Rory to a, to a brew-off. Right. <laughs> On the road. On the road. In the middle of danger. <laughs> when the prince expects to have beer for his company. <laughs> I, no pressure. There you go. I will challenge Rory to a brew-off. <laughs> You're uh, laughing. This is a deadly serious thing for me. <laughs> I'm just—it's because I, I have this. I have. I'm too sexy for my life in my head, right? And I'm imagining the the brew off, fashion off sort of thing happening. I'm too mountain. sexy for my beer. Too sexy for my beer. My kids or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think beard. Anyway, I actually got do a brew off with Rory, and then I also have to make the stale beer. I taste taste better by trying to reproduce uh, Bear's recipe. So I actually have two challenges. Rory only has one. Of course, it's unfair because he's. I also gave him Bear as his apprentice. So yeah, for all I know, she's probably got beer. She's got bearing and beer wise at my level. <laughs> Inconceivable. Not by not by um, your own making, since you don't have instruction. Instruction. <laughs> Without instructions. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I think we're done with the old kill stuff. So let's hop on down to um, Fandral and Flint. For Fandral, we have something about seeing that he survives the upcoming encounter. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good starting point. Um, something about dealing with the upcoming threat. Yes. So I think you have your somethings knocked out. Mm-hmm. We can leave it like that, and then you can write it in exactly what you want to do when it comes up, if you want to. All right. You're gonna have to poke me and and say, should I write this, or or I'm gonna rewrite this, or because I may forget. Uh, All right. In in usual fashion. Uh, and for Flint, we have the tail end for recovering the Goddamn family crest, or information about the family, or something is yes. to recover the crown. Right. Because that way I can talk to the Etharch, or Etharch, or Etharch, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I say it anyway. Etharch? Etharch. Etharch. As in, okay. or Etharch. You know, it, it's, I suppose it's based on ethnicity, Arc. Or maybe the, it's uh, an electronic Tharch. <laughs> Etharch. Anywho, so yes, I, I, I think my best chance in the short term to get information about the Goddardam family is to see this ghost and find this crown. So I, I'm down in this hold, but it's like, yeah, 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 it's gold. Where's the crown? But I see that under your oath, you have uh, that written down, which is, I think, a, a proper tail end statement for having sworn to your grandfather to restore the glory of the Goddardam house, and you wanted information about the Goddardam. So I'm not sure where you want to stick it, but um, wherever it will fit. <laughs> <laughs> I might see how you would weasel out information from the elf about maybe your family crest and uh, stuff in, in Scoria Deep uh, by finding the crown. So that's a fine, you know, tail end statement there. I was just thinking maybe that uh, making sure the party gets to, score, to Scoria Deep safely isn't necessarily a super relevant belief right away in, in this session, but it might come into play later. So. Well, yeah. if I end up having to save some dwarven uh, hiney, yeah, 
for clarity, maybe you could you could actually stick the I'll recover the crown to get more info from Lethark onto like your existing belief. So I know when I go back to this that that's what I'm gonna, you know, judge on. Which is why it's it has asterisks in it underneath I will recover the Goddardam family crest. Alright, so I think we'll we'll dive into the scene in the Golden Hall, the lost golden hall that was slightly at a tilt, sort of oddly, perhaps because of some shifting in the underbowels of the mountains. The the glare, the gold, the weird elven imagery, the the strange undwarfy angles, the single shoed lanky human going Oh guys, we're with with company, and then he, you know, runs into the side, right, into in, away into some side chamber further in, dropping his apple. Oh, quick, let's move and follow him. <laughs> I think at a leisurely pace. He seems rather skittish. Well, we have the element of surprise, so let's keep it. Aye, aye. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. this could be is this could be a scene like in the Death Star with Han Solo chasing after the stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking this is more the scene uh, from from Life of Brian where the dwarves go uh, do like like the Roman soldiers when they're searching the place. The, uh. Rebel hideout, like chunk, 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 because uh, no one is silent and everyone's armored. Anyway, yeah. back to this. That's why we need to move quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sound bigger. <laughs> it echoes spectacularly. They know we're here. Yeah. As long as you, as long as you don't have the, 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 the Castle Guidi Lombard scene afterwards. Run away! Run away! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how painful how the humans taunted you. <laughs> anyway, you said Oofkill. Nobody said Oofkill. Well, he did. But he might have heard it. I'm sure he hears it all the time. <laughs> I, I am self-important. <laughs> anyway. I, was just, I was just coughing, I'm sure. All right, so you, you uh, thunder into the the main um, hall, and you see immediately that there are several, like, uh, little side chambers and, uh, like, tunnels, and uh, he's ducking into one of them. To the left. You can, you can hear this beginning sort of, whoa, 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 sleepily. Follow him. Follow him, okay. Sure, hearty, scouty, fighty dwarves go rushing for the aperture. Flint. What are you doing? Uh, following along. But instead of waving my axe, I'm waving a shoe going, Dude! <laughs> <laughs> Did you drop this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you pile into this um, side chamber, which is also uh, covered in, in uh, gold leaf. You think it would be a monstrous amount of gold to actually build it entirely of gold, so it's gold leaf. Crush our dreams. Crush your dreams, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you pile into this uh, side chamber, and there's this like makeshift little encampment. Well, little, it's you know monstrously oversized and, and completely void of any organization skills. You name it. And there's this bunch of human. There are a bunch of humans there. The one shoe dude is dancing around uh, this like dying little campfire, which is oddly smokeless. 
uh, just uh, sort of kicking everyone, and they're sort of shaking out of their blankets and sleepily watching all the, the dwarves pile in and surround them, or at least, you know, bottleneck the um, cork, the, the bottleneck of the, the entryway, entryway, right? There's no other exit. So you have them, you have them um, cornered, as it were. The dancing human notices, or the kicking human notices that Schlitt is waving his shoe in the air, and, and he goes, oh, wait, that's my... And that's as far as he goes before the, this woman shoots out of her blankets and, you know, gives him a shove and kicks the rest of them up. And uh, they sort of groggily roll out of their blankets and, and, and face you. None of them are armed, uh, but there are weapons nearby. We, we make sure to, as we rush in, get between them and their weapons. Okay. It's not like they're piled in a corner, but I guess you might have a dwarf or two dart in and, like, step on a weapon or, yeah. or snag it or something. There yeah. you go. Stand on a spear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this would be appropriate time for Flint to toss the shoe. Saying, I believe you dropped this. <laughs> just just to totally throw them off on their game. Oh, they they look uh duly surprised and groggy and the guy with, with one shoe looks down at it and, and just snatches it up and goes, Hey man, thanks. I was looking for this. Where'd you find it? Oh, it was back in the ravine. Must have came off when you uh, were coming in. What the hell what did that happen? Uh, and then um the the woman sort of slaps him. Sort of slaps him, she slaps him and goes, <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! And she sort of puffs herself up and, and goes, "So what, 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 what's all this? Uh, what's all this intrusion? What? What do you want with us? Oh, what are you doing here under our mountains? Your, your mountains," she says, blustering. She, she has this. I mean, you've seen humans before, but these are sort of these are all decidedly odd looking compared to the usual Kanluran version of them, if you will. Well, first of all, all of them seem to be in that sort of pseudo-larval stage where b- before they've reached maturity and then before the quick sort of snap of your fingers before they turn gray and, and expire, these strange humans. Uh, and they all have this, like, patterned, stained patterned, uh, stained patterns all over their arms, and uh, they all wear eye makeup and have these, like, outrageously colorful clothes, um, robes and, and uh, sashes and, yeah, stuff. There are hippies in Burning Wheel? <laughs> um, yes and no. They don't look like hippies per se. To dwarves, I'm sure all humans are hippies. I mean, they, they can, you know, they don't have the, the organization skills or, or anything, you know, no vision. But yeah, um, she's like, well, your mountain, I'm, we were totally here first. <laughs> like, you know, cause, uh, and she points to one of the, like, um, like the presentments on the wall. You know, that doesn't look like a dwarf to me, does it? That's like long and lanky and, and stuff. Take a look at these actual carvings or whatever they are, relief on the, the walls. Even a cursory look without consulting any skills, you know, you realize that it's not human. It's it's uh, the, it's an elfin kind of um, motif. Those aren't humans. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna have to avoid trying to. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, she she you know looks at you you know in this kind of vaguely cold sweat like way and says. They might be humans. No, they aren't. 
They definitely are dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> They're not dwarves, right? And besides, I mean, we were in here first. It's not like you were using it. So you're squatters. Well, that doesn't give you any legal status here. <laughs> of course not. But I mean, this is totally our claim and stuff. Uh, right, Awenius? And she turns to the guy she slapped. He looks at her like, what? what? Like he doesn't know what the hell is she's saying, and he's sort of fiddling to get his shoe on. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the, the guys in the back sort of shuffles on ahead and says, well, what uh, Grisier is trying to say is um, we've made an official um, claim of this um, this here um, uh, uh, decidedly undwarf-like hall, which is, uh, you know, it just happens to have a lot of nice, gleaming wealth in it. And we just figured that we would... Carry some of it out. I, I, I mean, it's not like you are using it, are you? Official claim? With whom? Well, with the Merchant League of Kaluran, of course. They've, <laughs> they've, uh, they've laid claim to the entire mountainside and the deep. Yes, well, that's ridiculous. The mountains are for the dwarves, not the men. That, well, it's not what our papers say, but, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you can, yeah, I'm sure you can, um, you can you can you can dispute that claim uh, uh, with the the you know merchant league when when time when time when that becomes relevant he trails off into into sort of <laughs> <laughs> he's like arguing to a stone wall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine all these doors with their arms crossed <laughs> surly look. <laughs> And you can't get out there a stonewall look then from Fandrel. <laughs> the woman, you know, shoves him off goes, just shut up, okay? Look, look, Happers, we are, we are, we are totally within our rights here. And besides, you you don't want to, like, mess with us because we're known throughout the lake lands of East. Uh, and I'm sure that Luffy here, and she points to the last guy who's, who looks decidedly sleepy and sort of pudgy. He 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 studied in the temple fortress of the first swords, and and you don't want to see the leaping salmon style in action, right? You know, swords like shoo, shoo, shoo. I'm sure he could take like twelve of you by himself without breaking a sweat, right? Yeah, like he could probably take two two. You know, twelve, uh, two um, dozen of you. Since you're, you know, so short. We are terrified. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she doesn't appear to hear you. She just goes over to, to like the guy who's now put his shoe back on and looks decidedly happy. Like, and, and Wendy is why he's fey blooded and. And he's a real scion of, of, of the dwarf lost Scarayoop, you know, the, the whole thing further on, right? And he speaks the undertongue, right? Don't you, Wenius? And he, he makes sort of some approximation of an elder dwarfish hello. <laughs> Flint just kind of scans the dwarves. We've got about 1,000 years of combat experience here. <laughs> well, that just means you're stuck in your ways, doesn't it? Stuck in something. <laughs> Did what she said about him make any sort of sense? Uh, well, 
you, you, I mean, you could guess that Skorayup is probably some kind of human corruption of Skoriadeep. But uh, well, it wouldn't be impossible for someone to be a human, right? To be a descendant. But uh, yeah, hey, you know what? Give me an Orb 2 perception test. Yeah, there's four. <laughs> <laughs> She's lying to me. <laughs> okay. I see you're full of lies like all the humans. <laughs> but, um, okay, fine, fine, she says. Like, maybe, maybe we exaggerate a little, but really, we've as much a right to this place as you do, right? I mean, it's open space and stuff, and, you know, c- c- couldn't we, like, take, like, a little helping? Like, we could take just what's in here. You know, we'll scrape it together, we'll put it in a bag, we'll, we'll leave. Everyone's happy. A flip will cough. <clears throat> There's one thing that's not negotiable. I'm looking for a crown. It she's, might be a little battered. She's like, well, I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about. Where's her eyes going, though? Yeah, Flint, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> Fandral, uh, she's lying again. Where is uh, it? Her eyes, uh, she's, her eyes are going back and forth and between you dwarves. Oh, so she's not, like, looking at a particular backpack or anything. No, she did maybe pale a little. Where is it? Uh, why, where, where's, well, what, a crown? I, uh, we don't have a crown. What this is the point where the guy who is half awake should say, Oh, yeah, we got it. Shut up! <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Luke sort of uh, lumbers out of his, his cot and goes, Well, I thought we, were, we agreed to put it. Shut up! <laughs> oh, speak up. Oh, come on, man. I got my shoe back and everything. It fits so well. And it was, like, made by the, the ah, what do you call a shoemaker again? Ah, shoemaker. Cobbler. Cobbler, right. It's made by the finest cobbler in Galdora. Come on. I, we should, like, cut him some slack. <laughs> uh, and and she, she doesn't, you know, she's just face-palming. It's like, ha. Oh. And the, the vaguely refined dude in the back who didn't know his legalese as well as he thought he did. Goes well. Um, uh, if he, if we give you the crown, or I mean, if we have it, does that mean we can go? Yes, you can go. Uh, we can go. Just uh, like is that incumbent on us handing over this um, like hypothetical crown thing? Yes, make with the crown. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for- yeah, Grace. The the woman just swears roundly at all of them, and like you know, it's fine. We'll. Go back empty-handed. Great, wonderful, fantastic. All right, so we put the crown in, 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 like, there's this golden outhouse that way. And just to make sure we didn't drop it or anything, we just put it down there. It's it's in there, I promise. This time she's not lying. Oh. <laughs> okay, now can we please get our stuff back so we can get out of here? Like, it was a bitch to climb down, and I would love to just get out of here now. We got some ropes set up. It'd be a lot easier getting back up. Oh, that's hey, these are nice. These guys are nice. That's uh, the the oh, and just the guy with the shoe. <laughs> it's just like dwarves. We're competent. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I want to keep hearing this guy in, with, with with the voice of Shaggy? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I always heard halfers were assholes, but uh, man, these guys are nice. <laughs> I can see him saying that out loud, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you learn your <laughs> Flint, do you want to go see if this crown is truly where they say it is? I'll be right back. 
<laughs> you go there, uh, yeah, I mean, you cross over the hall and you get to the little outhouse and it's, of course, ridiculously, uh, overgilded, like everything in this hall. It's, it's a little disconcerting. <laughs> Cold plated privy, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except probably the toilet seat itself is probably because you just did you just did uh, go leave it wear off after a week or so. Yeah, I know this is some kind of white substance that uh, uh, I quite identify with stuff white. Why not? <laughs> sure. Oh, see now you're gonna have to actually make me go and look at what my stuff wise is. B B two. We'll just we'll just throw down a couple of dice. One never knows what ha- will happen. <laughs> Four, I mean, three successes. <laughs> wow! I haven't seen one of these in ages. It's this cunningly fitted together, these cunningly fitted together pieces of ivory, of Ooh. eastern ivory, just completely polished. And um, <laughs> there's there's some kind of runic inscription on the on the underside. Um, <laughs> This is like this is a mastercrafted toilet seat. Yes, <laughs> it's worth a lot. Yes, it is. Well, what do the runes say? What do the runes say? Well, I'm not going to make you guess that. Uh, a close approximation is probably the craftsman's name, and then you know, um, fold down after using or something to that. Operating <laughs> <laughs> <Operating> instructions. <laughs> <laughs> the queen says, "Do not leave it up." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, it, I have no, uh, d- the crown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do, in fact, uh, at the bottom of, of uh, the stale, uh, well, the steel, stale water at the bottom, <laughs> because it's a clever dwarfy mechanism, apparently. Uh, there is something like a tiara. Maybe it could be, it could have been a crown if it, if it wasn't broken. You have a feeling that it's not the entire crown, and there's a piece of it that seems to be missing, some kind of gem. Mm, I could see them prying that out. But it's it's definitely, definitely elfin make. Insubstantial and frilly and lacy and crap like that. <laughs> yeah. It weighs about a total of two ounces. All right, it's very nice. Well, we'll we'll fish that out, clean it off as best we can, mm-hmm. and, and I'll, I'll head back to our party and say, just grumbling and grousing, uh, and, and give my less than uh, baleful eye at the humans. Cool. Uh, before you say anything, though, I'm going to have to uh, force you to do a little, um, this lovely greed thing. You know, I mean, it's broken, but it's still... Magnificent. Yes. Yeah, but I'd probably be more have more avarice for the toilet seat. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was swell too. But this is priceless, peachy. So th- th- this may not bode well since my greed is only a B three. Uh, oh, it's a steel test. The, the obstacle is your hesitation, which I think is six. So it's bad, but you can still stand and drool even if you fail. So it just means that you're standing there in the privy. <laughs> holding the crown, the dripping crown and drooling, if that's your choice. Well, let's make the roll and see what happens. Yeah, we, sure. we, can, we can always explode that bad boy, though I doubt it. Survey says, well, I've got a couple of sixes, so I, I would need some serious magic here. I just sit there and drooling and says, oh, look at the details in that. And yeah, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> it's such a shame that uh, you know it's been defaced. I can't believe that they would do such a thing. You didn't get a single success. Oh, I got two. 
Yeah, I spent four rounds just sit, sitting there bemusing uh, the, the damage done to this poor, poor Tierra. And stroke it gently. <laughs> so you don't, in fact, feel like uh, you must have it, uh, but uh, you're just uh, drooling. Okay. Yeah, we're commiserating over the defacement. Yes. Yeah. Since I'm not there, but I'll ask the question anyway. Uh, based on the size of the where the, the gem used to be, you could swallow one of those, couldn't you? Oh, if you were a human or a big, big throated <laughs> dwarf, like old Kel. Well, you know what you gotta do now. Either cut them open or wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I, I would probably ask first. You know, I'm kind of crazy that way. So, how far away was this privy? It's taken them a long time. Not far enough away that uh, it should take this long. Unless they did something stupid, like, you know, hide it somewhere in the privy and not. You know, they weren't that specific. If you are a little patient, it's only four actions. It's not actually, you know, several rounds. It's a good bit of dacement or whatever you want to call it. The dazzlement. There we go. So while we're waiting, I'll ask, how did you learn of this place? Oh, oh, all right. We should, uh, uh, yeah, totally. We will tell about that. Uh, Well, we had this halfer guide, right? But he was an asshole, and he led us it uh, these tunnels and then he just up and left i we don't know where he went he you know didn't say anything he just left real shit but then we sort of stumbled on this chasm and uh, there was this glowy thing down there so we used this and they, they, she fishes up this sort of grappling hook thing uh and flips some kind of switch and it extends these uh like hooks and then uh retracts them it's, it's this weird nifty if you didn't know better, you'd say it was some kind of dwarf-made hook. And, and this, like, the nifty thing that um, we bought from uh, one of you halfers in, in Kanloran, uh, it's really swell. It has this, uh, this uh, she hauls up the rope and, and she shows you it's like, uh, you know, it has this inner, like, filament that you twist and then you can control the, the thing. Anyway, I'm sure you know all about it. It's dwarfy. So, yeah, we climbed down and, and uh, we found this and thought, hey, you know, blessing in disguise. And then you came here. And now everything's gone to... Um, hey, don't be like that, says Wendy's. Come on. I mean, I got my shoe. I thought I'd lost it. That was... that was. This, this is the best day since we got down here. This dwarf who led you here, where was he leading you? Um, They all sort of look a bit sheepish and like, well, we were going to, you know, see if there was anything to the various stories of, of stuff and stuff and... You know, places like this. Well, we're only going to borrow, you know, anything we found. We, we were going to sell it back to you, Halfers and Kanluran, anyway. I mean, it's only, it's only for the gold. Oh, dear. City dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to make the barley. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's regolith. These are dwarfs who have basically forgotten their dwarfs. It could be exile dwarfs. It could be adventure dwarfs. It could be dwarfs that, you know, mm-hmm. after generations moved out. The way could be surface-born dwarfs, you gods. Dwarfs who trim their beards. <laughs> <laughs> now that's going too far. You're just trying to create boogeyman tales. <laughs> yeah. Dwarfs with two heads. <laughs> <laughs> They're not orthodox dwarfs. <laughs> so okay, um, Lid comes back. I, I hold up the. Uh, I'm going to call it a tiara, even though it's a crown. Well, it's not all here. Uh, it, it was like that when we found it, man, says uh, Wendy's. 
Parts don't crawl off by themselves. Uh, I sure hope not. That would be fucking creepy. <laughs> Wouldn't it, Moss? And Moss is like, the, the refined guy, he's like, yeah, well, you know, it's not my fault this time. Okay, you can't blame me for that one time. We're being very reasonable here. The prince hasn't had you executed. You, that's incredibly generous. Whoa, 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 now. whoa you now. might even walk out of here with a profit. But we need to find all of these pieces. So, uh, Fandral, he's like uh, talking about a crown that you've never heard of. I, I, I should point out, the first time anyone called Fandral a prince as well. Oh, right. That's a good point. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Flint is like very gung-ho about this crown. That oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a talk with Flint, uh, but I don't want to have it in front of the... Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the woman's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you totally promised us we would get out of here scot-free if we gave you the crown. That's, there's the crown. It was like that when we found it, okay? It's, this is, you know, whatever happened, it happened long before we got here. So you tell them the truth? You got four successes, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, she's uh, telling the truth. Maybe ask him where they found the cr- found it. Why don't you show us where you found this? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, like, can we can we get our stuff back first? Sure. To, you know, the eyes meaningfully, you know, the weapons and all that. Okay, 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 okay. Um, they get kitted out ever so slowly and sort of uh, go, well, okay, this way. It was not there in the... Uh, Make sure everybody the, watches as they, they pull stuff up so in case they have anything else scrolled away. Right, 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 okay. How eagle-eyed are you in this endeavor, Flint? Well, I do not have Fandral's uh, truth-telling capabilities, so I'm very eagle-eyed about this. <laughs> All right, give me a, a perception test for against an OB3. Hey, I might have a chance against this one. <laughs> Survey says... What is your perception, by the way? It doesn't matter. I have X-ray vision. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> I rolled five sixes. <laughs> Would, Would you like him to know that just for, just for fun? And, and we can say, you know, extra successes you can allocate to doing this quickly or, or, um, <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> the, the dice roller is just weirding out. It's yeah. either ones or sixes. <laughs> well, you got one six, so, okay, yeah, there you go. It's, it's perfect, uh, perfect symmetry. It's broken. That is, well, <laughs> yep, it's theoretically possible, so. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, with six successes, uh, that's three over. I, I would prefer to spend those on being thorough. I, I'm, I'm not trying for sneaky or anything like that. I, I am coming off as the not trusting dwarf for some reason. <laughs> that seems appropriate. M- uh, maybe I'll sniff them every now and then, see which one smells uh, like a privy. <laughs> <laughs> they all they do. All, they all do. <laughs> in, in fact, they smell... Like privy and and weird top cider incense. It's it's uh it's lovely and disgusting at the same time. I'll just settle on disgusting. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not one of those uh, sickly sweet smells, is it? No, no, no. They're not doing pipe weed. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're not. They're not hippies per se. 
since, since you got a monstrous amount of successes, and before I tell you anything else, uh, as an obstacle three against a five, I believe, is routine. So it wouldn't count against uh, advancement so far. Yeah, uh, you, you, you're sniffing around, and then, you know, when Gris is p- picking up her stuff, there's this clunk in her pack, and this, like, first a scroll rolls out, and then this stone, which she quickly, you know, grabs and puts back. You can swear you saw, like, one of those uh, old dwarven etching techniques where, where uh, you know, someone's clan crest is uh, it's alchemically affixed to the surface stone on that uh, sort of um, uh, fist-sized rock. Well, I guess I'll scoff, hold out my hands. I don't mind the gold. You are entitled to some profit. But the dwarven artifacts, you don't need. Well, what? Well, oh, that? No, that's not from down here, she says. Uh, that was totally mine. That has nothing to do with you or this. Yeah. <laughs> Still don't see the family resemblance. <laughs> look, look, it's been in the family for a while. It's part of the reason why I'm down here. It's it's not... Oh, really? Yes, yes, That's really. That's part of the reason why we're down here. Perhaps we should compare notes. Maybe we can both learn something. Uh, you know, do you have any kind of um, persuasion skills? Intimidation. Intimidation. <laughs> Between intimidation and my impressive uh, clan history, I could say, I only caught a glimpse of it, but I believe that belonged to the clan, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I'm a surly sage. That's it, yeah. All right. If you go with intimidation and, and clan history, I guess. An odd mix, but yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's going to be a uh, difficult test. You would like to say I don't know, work in command or something like that. You could you could e- you could ease the burden for yourself a little to get one of those routine tests that you so desperately need. <laughs> <laughs> I could uh, give him a little help, maybe. Sure, you can help. That would work as well. Anything that gives him extra dice is good. I need a baleful eye. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not quite certain who the baleful eye is going against right now. (laughs) Wasn't she making off with some of our dwarven history there? That's what I'm trying to find out. (laughs) She claims to be down here for learning, but she doesn't like Sharon. All right, so uh, what are you helping with there, um, Mr. Prince? Well, what do you want to be helped with? You want more intimidation? Oh, sure. I, I think you have an intimidation sledgehammer I can borrow, right? <laughs> sure. I can do that. Yeah, he just crosses his arms and gives the baleful stare. What is it? Is it above five you get, you get two? Uh, for helping, right, there are different uh, rules for that. Okay, so when you help, uh, if you have exponent five or higher, you give two dice. That's oh. that's perfect. Is that enough to get you what you want there, Todd? Uh, six Whoa. versus Four, that's still, I believe, no, it is, it is routine. That's perfect. Okay. Six dice. We can do this. One, two, three, four, five. Do the sixes uh, automatically convert, explode, whatever? Uh, no, they do not. You have to actually explode them. Okay. Uh, spend a big point on that? Not that you need to. 
I wish to overwhelm them with our intimidation fine. and uh, clan history. Fine, <laughs> fine, okay. Because sometimes when you get the sixes, you just want to keep rolling sixes. <laughs> Okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight successes. Yeah, we burn intimidating holes through their chest. She looks down at you, both of you, with this this quivering uh, lower lip, but she's obviously uh, halfway between crying and, and strangling you both. And then she sort of digs into her pack and takes up the rock, and she goes, I, I want this back, okay? You you can have it for a while, but I'm, I'm going to want it back. I'll nod my head to that. We're reasonable. Of course, I didn't say yes, but... <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, goodies she, does she have? She digs out this sort of human fist-sized rock, which is roughly your fist-sized, and uh, it, it has the, these really curt inscriptions on it and a seal from uh, one of the now-vanished uh, Scoriadeep clans. It is basically, uh, uh, well, actually, give me an obstacle four rune script test. That's a bit high. Uh, give me an obstacle three rune script uh, test. Ah, both of us or one of us helping? Uh, you can help each other. Any Anyone who reads this. Uh, and since uh, Fandral is there, you know, you can totally read this too. I've, I've got a B2. What do you have? B4. I will assist you. <laughs> <laughs> Seems an obstacle four or obstacle three. Would our history be of any use? Nah, no. No. This is, this is merely plainly deciphering straightforward dwarfy runes. Etiquette? So. Is it uh, formal? <laughs> I, I think we're already at routine. I don't think there's anything lower than routine. Well, yeah. just to give but you that success. And there's um, you'll get something from it uh, uh, no matter what. So, uh, you know, even if you fail, you, you might still, well, you still will get something. Because with all those sixes, you got the dice rollers set for all ones. <laughs> <laughs> this may be true. <laughs> You prefer going over to actual dice? <laughs> oh, I just like the fact that I finally got oh. sixes. I spent ages. <laughs> what was the target number again? Three. Uh, three. And don't got it. Looks like. Oh, cool. Only two. Uh, it says it, it's written in in a very terse dwarf verse, uh, and it is a, a poem of directions. And it mentions the Rokas Gathol, which is the Doom Gates, and it mentions a way around them, but you can't quite wrap your heads around the poetic language which describes the exact locality of this way around the Doom Gates, which is uh, the the famous name for for a lower entryway into Scoria Deep. Oh, it just means you guys aren't drunk enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just transcribe it and... Well, we can always take a rubbing so, of that. So how did you come to have this? Like I said, it's been in the family for ages. And you know, my, my, my mother had it, and her mother had it before her, and, and then it was from my great-grandmother's dad or something like that. Yeah, I forget, you know, it's, uh, it's a long time ago, like a hundred years or something. 
Yes, very long ago. <laughs> yes, we got adventuring supplies. Vandal's like, I remember puberty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we could take a rubbing of this and hand it back to her. No harm done. Will you, though? It's, well, yeah, okay. Told up to you. I, we're, we are industrious, practical, and more or less honest. So, <laughs> if, if we can get a run. This is obviously not human, though. No, yeah. no, it isn't. So, it is more than likely was stolen by some human at some time. While she's definitely telling the truth about, I mean, she's telling the truth according to what she believes, there's nothing, of course, saying that it wasn't stolen in the first place. Sir, I, I have my doubts that she will ever visit the Doom Gates. Yes. And I'm talking to him in Dwarven. Okay, sure. <laughs> we use subtitles. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's squinting at you, like looking extremely suspicious, and sort of, uh, you can see her ears perking up. I go, yes, Flint, but we might. Yes, and we have a rubbing. We win, she wins. It's not a key, is it? Yeah, that's why I'm wondering. Uh, hmm. Uh, you know, how about uh, you actually draw me an ancient history test there, uh, or, or make an ancient history test there, Fandral? Oh, let's say an ob three. And uh, if you succeed, you can make a declaration about uh, exactly what it's used for. Used for. And if you don't get it, I'm going to make a sort of modification to, um, to whatever you say. Hmm. Don't suppose I can fork anything in there. Uh, you could fork in... Runescript? <laughs> Runescript? Well, actually, you could fork in etiquette this time. Yeah, poetry is a bit of etiquette. And about doors and going, coming and going, that's that's uh, appropriate. When do you use the battle fork over the battle spoon? Cartography? <laughs> <laughs> I may have uh, know something about the, oh. the Doom Gate. Uh, well, yes, but not as it pertains to uh, the use of these stones. Does, would helping with stuff wise? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's tricky because you know it's stuff, you know, it, but so is most of the planet. If you don't mind uh, Flint sharing a little of the, the descriptive narration, then then uh, um, yeah. let him yeah, let him help you with, with like stuff wise and or clan history that could work too. Also, I think I only need another routine in history to advance it. Oh, cool! <laughs> that is true. It'll go up to B four. No matter what. We're up to five dice, then? And uh, that should be routine. All right. Give this a try. Ooh, two, but I got a six. So I'll throw a fate. So three. Well, even if you'd failed, you'd, you would still have made uh, declarations about what it's used for, and I would have modified it a little or told you, sure, that's it, you think. Uh, but since you got it, you are welcome to jointly decide what these stones are used for. Or were used for. Well, actually, I was going to go more stuff-oriented. Give it a little bit of heft in the hand. This is made out of solid hematite. Very difficult for neural disease. <laughs> it's, it's a real cool iron-looking rock. Ah, cool. Spin it around and you'll go, wow, look at this surface. This isn't just for decoration, I think. We're doing this in Dwarvish? Yeah. 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 I assumed you were. And the guy who says he speaks to Arvish is probably going, I think they're saying... Both of them are sort of hunched <laughs> over near you instead of... I, I, go, I go, just a second, Flint, look at him and go, hey, 
how about I chop off your head and stick it up your ass and see how he responds in Dwarvish? He <laughs> uh, smiles first, and then he looks a bit nervous, and then he says something like, uh, yes, the potted plant is very handsome. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so then back to... <laughs> she looks at him like, what? And he's like, you know, shr- shrugs. <laughs> uh, so he has Dwarvish at one. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to learn it, okay? <laughs> so I think this this side fits in like a key. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Oh, and then a rubbing won't quite cut it. A keystone. Yeah. Oh, Dwarvy. <laughs> Ooh. The back way in. <laughs> As you are puzzling over this and, and pondering it, I think it's high time we switch over to Ophkel since it's wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I've been I've been enjoying myself, you know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's uh, been fun. But let's address some other beliefs. Perfect. And let let uh, Dirk have a chance to uh, write specifics about like uh, how you want to deal with the humans and uh, the situation since you have placeholder beliefs. Yeah. Now you can maybe make an informed decision about, you know, what you want to do. I'd like to throw in just one last thing before we switch. Okay. Just just to give Fandral something to ponder. Maybe we should invite these humans to join us. <laughs> <laughs> and the humans start laughing along with you, you know, <laughs> what are we laughing about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I figure that's a good transition point. Okay. Well, we don't know if Fandral laughs out loud. I guess, I guess we, we could, um, <laughs> either that or chokes on his beard. One of the two. <laughs> he just moved Flint with being, uh, silly. Facetious, Facetious. yes, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, immediately switched to, no, no, the barrel goes over there. <laughs> Ow, yes, yes, Buster. Ow. I didn't touch you. Much. <laughs> so yes, you're you're in the middle of of uh, getting everything arranged, and um, you know you may be pondering. I shouldn't tell you what you're pondering. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are you pondering what I'm pondering, Pinky? Try <laughs> <laughs> to take over Scoriati. Um, no, I was thinking how to make a good beer. <laughs> oh no, I have to have one of the guys, one of the princes. It's probably his nickname's Pinky. That would be appropriate. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's missing so one. You're in the business of, uh, well, in the midst of um, wrangling everyone. I think wrangling everyone back into shape after, you know, yeah. your little adventure and, and uh, you know, yeah. figuring out what you're supposed to do with everything. When Roar Five Oxen rolls into, into camp with a bunch of his heavies. Oh. And, you know, he begins to sort of, he points to the Wayne with the beer and he goes, oh, okay, you lads, you grab that and uh, I'll grab that. And, uh, yeah, uh, and grab all the tankers there and uh, let's and get this a, show on the road. As if by magic, I'm standing in front of him with my arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Hi, what? You come to me and you ask, can I have some beer, please? Oh, oh, oh no, you're not taking that tune with me, lad. Who's who's been keeping you safe, huh? I have, and my lads, and by the by by you know f- finding all these this uh, great big um, big uh, oh, um, barrels of uh, great big kegs of, of ale. It's only right that uh, me and my lads get first pick. 
just clicks his fingers, and I think he's immediately backed up by his apprentices at that point. <laughs> <laughs> they look great and and somewhat actually uh, confident now that they've just seen you trick outwit uh, a troll. So even though Roar is is a little more girthy than you, and he has his band there, they're not entirely without courage. I am the beer master, and I determine who gets how much and what. And you wouldn't want me to go and tell the prince that someone decided that they deserve more beer than the prince. Oh, that, that's rich, he says. And he <sighs> slaps your belly and goes, who's been drinking the most beer here, around here, if not you, the beer master? And then, you know, his, fo- his cronies begin to sort of uh, guffaw. One little finger, poke in his belly. I... <laughs> And who's been laying him around a bit to develop a belly like that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a dangerous glint in his eye. <laughs> don't you be giving that look. First off, you don't know. You're pointing at empty barrels, you daft fool. Uh, you're not fooling us. We can tell empty barrels from heavy ones, from filled ones. I walk up to one of the barrels he had pointed at, grab it with one, grab it with one arm and lift it up. Well, you are the spider breaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the spider breaker. <laughs> you don't want me to be the backbreaker, do you? How about we make a little test here? Totally be be unfair and silly to have to have you uh, like test against uh, static. Um, so we're just gonna have a versus test. Oh, uh, intimidation. Have, yeah, sure. He'll use intimidation and maybe fork in stentorious debate. Sadly, he gets. Sadly, he gets to double it because the only intimidation I have is learning is the learning skill intimidation. Well, you don't have to. Uh, well, okay, you are trying to. Yes, okay. Intimidate back. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't remember. Can you fork in other skills with learning skills? No, nope. no. Nope. So nope. the only way I can do that is spend is spend persona to get extra dice. Yes. So, and I don't know how many. Well, can I ask how many dice he's going to get? Basically, are they all like redoubled because uh, I'm learning, or how? I that believe work? that that whatever successes he gets doubled are added to by something or other. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Actually, um, it's been far too long since we had like. I'm just gonna for now. I'll look it up later. But for now, I'm gonna say that his successes are doubled. Right? If he gets any, then then they're doubled against you. That's not actually true. I think it's more appropriate to say that his successes are doubled for counting your obstacle, right? Mm. That's that's how it works. Which is the same thing, isn't it? Anyway. So I guess I will – I don't want him taking barrels because, you know, for all I know, he's going to take the crappiest beer and then he'll start bitching about my beer. (laughs) (laughs) I can spin up the three persona, right? Uh, yes, you can also. Oh, you don't have a deed, maybe. Well, it's not. I do have one deed. It's not that big a deed, is it? Then, nah. Then again, Flint spent a deed on sneaking. So, uh, <laughs> can I at least see where he rolls first before I roll, or do I have to uh, decide first? No, but I, I can definitely tell you how many dice he's going to roll. All right. Now that I'm opening this document, that should be the right one. Right. It would probably behoove you to uh, add as much as possible. Yeah, which means I can burn all my fa- all my persona to get three extra dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I'd forgotten that I gave I gave him uh, an instinct that says uh, always share a beer with the men. <laughs> <laughs> How very useful! Well, you're going to test against six dice. Ah, personas is easy to get if you work hard at. It. So adding three persona. 
Well, 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 well. Someone's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All successes. <laughs> One, two, three. Yeah, versus six. I mean, I can spend a fate point and maybe hope with hope. Yeah, I am going to spend a fate point. Nope. So we, I guess we sit there and growl at each other and bark at each other, and finally I just go, all right, all right, all right, all right. I go over and grab a couple barrels and then just roll them over to him. There you go. Take your beer and choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> so that the right decision, lad. Yeah, because I, I grabbed from the steel barrels. And they just, it's like, you know, you let in morons in art class. They just trample all over your stuff. They make a mess. They, you know, grab most of the barrels. You know, most of the barrels are just gone. You have a handful. It's going to be enough to experiment with, but it's not going to be enough to last to the other dwarves for very long. You have a feeling that he probably grabbed as much as he could in order to maybe, first of all, celebrate that you have new beer and then have more beer for his men for future endeavors. Mm -hmm. I will be be reporting this. (laughs) (laughs) So what is – that's will, right? That's a will test, so – Yes, it is a will test. And that's a challenging test. Well, Uh, what is your will, isn't it? It's five. five. Yeah. Okay, yes, it is a challenging will test. I forgot that you double it, right? So it would have been an obstacle 12 for, for mm-hmm. poor old <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it matters. It, it would have been a, an, a challenging test either way, but wow. Almost as bad as Flint uh, trying to <laughs> do the wits with Vandal. <laughs> well, sometimes you do it for the spirit of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm staring at all these empty barrels, and I'm going, damn it, damn it, damn it. And I yeah. look over at Rory with his mash ton, and he's, I get a twinkle in my eye. Mm, look at our supplies. Ooh, there's just enough for two batches. Roddy! Uh, I, I... He comes hobbling over. I'm looking at the, the remaining barley and, and various other ingredients. We need to brew some more beer. Normally I would just go and brew two batches right now, but you know what? We need to brew beer, and you need to brew beer. Oh, I've, I've never done that alone. You know that. You, you gotta learn something. You gotta imprint, you got a couple of princes. You got that girl. And you know. Nice <laughs> 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 Makes such wonderful beer. Anyway, you know, um, you know what? We need to brew beer and we need, it's gonna be a short beer. Because we need it, cause we're, you know, look, I just put all the empty barrels and how much, you know, we, you can, this, you can pretty much tell that we, yeah, we need beer. And it can't be a, you know, we can't do a full beer. We have to do a, like a, basically a short beer. So, the challenge is, make the best short beer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> alright, I'll, I'll, we'll get st- right on it. You get, you, you get that bale, that bale, that, you know, you get the, you know, I start putting out the sacks of barley. There's your barley. There's your ops. There's your other things you need. And, you know, and yeah, you can draw from my yeast if you need to. <laughs> the, the, the more details you, you, you pour into it, you can see, the more the desperation, uh, like the panic mounts. Swipe on the back. I know you can do it, lad. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll give it. I'll do my best. Well, we, we have to do it for dwarf kind, right? Aye, for dwarf kind. So you know, <laughs> sometimes you gotta take off. You gotta take off your your, your pacifier and learn to suck on the nipple to straight. I were <laughs> right. <laughs> He's frowning like you completely disarmed his panic with that. 
Right, so get into it, lad. Slap in the oh, back right, again. Right. And he hobbles off to his side in his mash town and, and you know, he, um. Gets the fire started and a lot of good stuff, yeah. Yes. yes. I just start, you know, yelling at my apprentices. They start grabbing, you know, you know, point. No, that's his. Don't touch that one. That, yes, there you go. Okay. So, uh, quickly hop back into the, uh, golden hall. Yes, and you've just uh, uh, determined, guys, that it is a keystone to something, probably this side entrance. And Gris is going to want that back. And it's more or less what Flint nodded, accorded to. (laughs) Yeah, and because it's an alchemical seal on it, it probably you need that stone, not just a replica. Well, uh, the seal is uh, it's uh, just a alchemically affixed. It's it's like oh. uh, you can't you can't rub it out without having someone who knows the craft. I will turn her. Do you have any idea what this says? Well, I I can't read your squiggles, but but um, I'm told <laughs> that it is um, you know a, a direction like a, um what do you call it like um. A touchstone or something that you're supposed to put somewhere, and why am I telling you this? I, it's valuable, okay? That's all I know. It was obviously looted from Scoria. I, that's not, isn't that beside the point? It's mine. No, it belongs to the dwarves. So what? You, you, so what? If you find a coin that some human minted ages ago, like 50 years ago, it's, it's, should I lay claim to that just because a human made it? This isn't tender. It, no. So? It's part of our dwarven heritage. Well, so's mint. Well, I mean, for humans. Look, I... Uh, it means a lot to me. Couldn't you just uh, make a rubbing? It means a lot to us. Uh, well, couldn't you compensate me or something? Aren't you halfers supposed to be filthy rich? I don't know who halfers are. Well, you, you know, you, and you. (laughs) (laughs) Using a racial slur is probably not a good negotiating tactic. Well, what do you prefer, then? We are dwarves. That's a stupid term. (laughs) We have dwarves, too, but they're not halfers. I think he means dwarf with a capital D. What? <laughs> it's quite possible she's illiterate. Um, <laughs> you think? <laughs> Back in Dwarvish again, you know, all, all, all the subtitled uh, text here. Yeah, she might be entitled to a finder's fee. Better than spilling blood. What do you want in compensation for helping recover this? Lost dwarven artifact. <laughs> Nicely put. You know, it didn't actually seem to occur to her that that would ever, ever actually happen. So she's kind of locked in this sort of, um, whoa, uh, whoa what would I want? Uh, oh, quickly, think quickly. Uh, da, 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 uh, don't, I'm sure, do, what else do you have of which is dwarfy that uh, isn't something of immense cultural value, but is nevertheless of the same value, right? Something of equal value that is not Culturally valuable, valuable. Like, uh, uh, oh, oh, I know, I know, I know. Loof, loof, loof. Come on, come on, come on. And she uh, grabs the the vaguely brawny one, who's extra sleepy. Do you remember those like dwarf swords we saw back in Kaluran? Like, wouldn't it be awesome to have a bunch of those? Like, those are valuable, right? And they cut stuff like butter, right? And he, you know, nods and uh, sort of grunts. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, the, that could be useful. Like, that could give us a real edge, especially in a night fight or something. You know, they, they uh, smile to each other and then to you and say, um, how about one piece of genuine, how, how, I mean, dwarf, dwarf steel weapon for each of us and as much of your clink that I can hold in my hat. I Is that will, fair? I will uh, pull out my dwarven dagger and go for you since you returned this and hand it to her. Is that a counter offer? Yes. More or less? Okay. Hmm. Oh. I know of a sizable hunk of ivory that would sell for good coin. Uh, what? What? <laughs> let, me, let me go fetch. <laughs> grunt, grunt, prize, prize, pop, pop. One fancy toilet seat later. It is the most bizarre presentation ever because you come yeah. holding that this toilet seat. Look at the master craftsmanship involved here. Here you can see the maker's mark and the uh, wise words about th- this item. Notice how the ind- individual pieces of ivory are fashioned and crafted together, cunningly done. You would be able to fetch quite a bit of coin for this, and I think the prince may be willing to part with it more so than dwarven weapons. Uh, Loof? looks at it sleepily, and then looks at you and goes, it's from a loo. Yes, it's solid ivory. When's the last time you found an elephant under the mountain? (laughs) When is the the guy with the shoe, he like sidles up and goes, guys, 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 it has like dwarven writing on it as well. I mean, and it's bigger than the other rock, isn't it? And it has a function. Yeah, it's obvious that uh, the woman, you know, pondering this deeply and... It's quite hefty. (laughs) Actually, if it's made made from ivory, it's probably actually quite light. It's still the size of a toilet bowl. (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, fine. Fine. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the offer. And, you know, take the... Take the... I'll do it, says Owenius, uh, you know, the shoe guy, and he grabs it and hangs it around his neck. <laughs> this is, this is great. I, it's I, so light. Does she take Fandral's uh, dagger? Yes, yes. If he still proffers it, he, she takes that. I put my hand yep. on the dagger before yep. she puts it away. Say, okay. This is the personal blade of Prince Fandral. Do not treat it lightly. <laughs> Very appropriate for the the right hand axe or whatever you want to call it. And then you know uh, I, when you say that, uh, the shoe guy whistles like, and Moss goes, "Well, that would make it pretty valuable, wouldn't it? Like a dwarf prince's own dagger. Like you can see how he's used it too. Look, look at the bird bits here. He's <laughs> got history." <laughs> Everything made by dwarves has history. <laughs> <laughs> For humans, yeah. <laughs> Bolder than any of them. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that's, uh, that's a fair bargain then, she says. Well, I guess you can keep the family heirloom. Thank you. We have strong attachment and sentimental value to items like this. Oh, yeah. It, also ma- well, it, makes a, it makes a grand paperweight, too. <laughs> <laughs> Now I believe you were going to show us where you found this crown? Oh, yes. Okay, so, yeah, they, they shuffle off down back to the, like, 
um, four chamber, the antechamber there, where the the big crack is in the in the side of the the ceiling. And she says, "Well, uh, it was it was right here in the corner, and and that's where it were where it was, and um, that was it. That was really it. The only thing we found down here so far, except for the gold. Of course, the the passage out has been has collapsed." And there's a big, uh, from the big rift in the, in the, like, corner roof wall where you entered, this big crack goes down and, um, it's, it's sort of broken the, the entranceway, the whole wall entranceway door has cracked and shattered in part. There is this, a dwarf inscription though, a runic inscription over the door, which is partly cracked away. And what did you test? What did you roll again for runes script? It was pretty good, right? Yeah, it was three or four. Oh, that's good enough. Yeah, I mean, okay, so together you can piece together that it says, Enter ye the home fast of Lotho of the line of Roms, and be a... And then it cuts off into ruin. So enter ye the home fast of Lotho of the line of Broms, and be a... Mm-hmm. And these are old, old names. Like, they're, they're really antiquated uh, dwarf names. That, that you would, you don't have to be a historian to, to recognize that it's, um, from an, a preterite age of, of dwarven glory, probably relating to the first dwarves under the mountain. Hmm. This is an old, old, old hall. As an aside to, uh, the prince, uh, in dwarvish, probably need to put this on the map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the, no. <laughs> <laughs> the one in my mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my well, I am going to... I, I am becoming Flint the Rubble Scrounger, because I am going to look for the other pieces of that crown with any luck. Or, or at least get enough to make a, a, a enough of a crown that you know, our undead uh, buddy... Mm, uh, well, that's, that's the next... Agenda point is, <laughs> as if, yeah, right. if you've uh, looked at my updated uh, beliefs. Oh, cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> I should have the glass. Uh, Which is, I uh, be- you know, we'll, we'll say uh, we'll have some of the dwarves scout around and see what's what else is around here, see if we can find any more bits of the crown, and I'll put my arm around his shoulder and go, so, elephant crowns, what's this, then? Well... It seems the uh, ghost that would have uh, vengeance on you can be paid off if we can complete the matter of fetching his lost crown. So to keep this thing from bothering you night after night, I made a promise that I would look for his crown. And if we can put it to rest, you should be able to sleep easier. Sounds reasonable. I'm always looking out for you, sir. That's good. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't try that detect lie thing on me. <laughs> it's well, like an x-ray machine. How much radiation are you putting out? the question. How much of that is actually a lie, though? The best way to lie is to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There, there, I have no idea what the range and vengeance of this particular ghost is. But I see. But to be okay. honest, I would like to put the ghost to rest, yes. history aside, because it's much tidier that way. And if it turns out that this thing is going to go around possessing people and they're all going to try to murder the prince, that would not be good. So there, there is some rationale and some truth to it. 
I don't think any of us have a treatise on ghostly powers. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, so ghosts can take crowns with them. I'm not sure how it works out, sir. Do you want to uh, get a refresher on why the ghost wanted the crown? Probably wouldn't hurt. Uh, I have some of the details in my head, but uh, okay, please, please so, reiterate. So, according to the ghost, uh, the crown was meant for uh, the quote-unquote true king uh, under the mountain, uh, a rival of uh, Vandral Iron, Iron Girdle. Vandral uh, ambushed the uh, Elven Ethark uh, uh, while he was on the delivery mission and uh, clove his head and the crown and threw it down into this chasm. Uh, that is um, more or less the, the, the whole of that story, and he needs it uh, because Vandral pronounced a curse. Uh, you know, he, he bade the, the spirit of the elf not rest uh, you know, for as long as the crown was sundered. And uh, he wants to bring the crown pieces together so he can, well, unmake that curse. So he can uh, pass into the afterlife. So our goals then are aligned. So how much of that is relayed to Fandral? Uh, well, he, I'll, he, I'll tell he, him the whole story. Go ahead. Okay, sure. So, so we'll, we'll consider that uh, Flint's uh, rehash of what he was talking about while... Uh, Fandral was out exploring after we met the ghost. Uh, the ghost was merely ve- uh, vengeful in the sense that uh, he could immediately tell that you were the the scion of, uh, of Vandral, the betrayer. How much how in my, how much into the detail do you go there, Flint? Because you, he called you the aspirant's offspring. I will probably edit that out because <laughs> that would not be in the. Uh, that would be a conflict of interest. It, it's like, it's interesting that the elf thinks that I might have a claim, but unfortunately, I'm not that power hungry. I am serving the Indeed. prince, and Indeed. he ha- he has my axe. So we'll, we'll keep that one under our helm for now. <laughs> so why exactly should we trust this elf? It sounds like it was trying to sow dissension among the dwarves by crowning uh Puppet King. <laughs> Anything with this level of hate, with this kind of curse in it, we should put the rest, because we don't want it coming back to haunt us. Anyway, it, it would be good for you. Assembling the, the crown might free it to wreak its vengeance upon us. Mm-hmm. Good question. You can't I guess we'll have smiling, to... but I am. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, good question. Um, I guess we'll have to ask him. <laughs> there it, you it go. Didn't go so, so well last time, did it? Oh, for, for Flint, it was fine. This is it. We, we had story time. <laughs> you don't have another deed, though. <laughs> well, let's let's first of all see if we can find the remaining pieces up. Of this crown. I get the impression that the, the, the last big quake that broke this open mixed things up. So we probably should look uh, in the rubble there. How, how does Fandral feel about that, though? Thinking we don't want to give this back to him. I'm not trusting this elf ghost, which wants vengeance upon me. I don't know. I don't want think I want to help it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir, we need to put it to rest. I don't know enough about uh, putting ghosts to rest that giving it this crown is actually going to do that. You may empower it. Uh, do you want to do like the quickie quickie version of of uh, like the Duel of Witch, where you have a uh, like a versus test? The winner gets the majority of uh, the say, and then you can you can give a, a tiny little concession to the, uh, the the loser. Is that okay? I, 
Not really, but until I have a choice. <laughs> well, it seems like you are at at odds on this. And, yes. Uh, and um, while it would be great to have a duel of wits, maybe it would take a little too long. True. I don't know. Uh, or uh, not. I mean, uh, we quick. could we could do the quickie version. Uh, where you just go, you know, I, I'm gonna point, 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 or whatever, and then, um. I think the uh, first test will work. That way we can split the description. Alright, uh, pick your dueling skills, man. Or dwarves. Well, obviously, persuasion. Excellent. Forking, well, I can fork in all kinds of stuff, actually. <laughs> Flint needs an appealing to your better, better, uh, nature-wise. Um, yes. <laughs> Anti-prince persuasion skill. Or <laughs> Does Fanjo have a better person? Yeah. <laughs> Please help this poor vengeful spirit that wants to curse you. <laughs> persuasion, I can throw in a bit of well, command, maybe. Sure, if if you're being, you know, if you're putting your foot down and saying this is not the way we we're gonna do it, Flint, well, you you can conceivably use intimidation. If you uh, go at the prince in in a sort of uh, if if you're essentially suggesting that not doing it uh, emasculates him or or uh, uh, means that he's he's a I was actually going to play as yes, like you're not afraid of this thing are you right right well I like using clan history I don't know why it's it just it, 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 besides being a high higher skill, but it, it seems appropriate, because it's like, you know, look where we're standing. You know, alas, look, look. alas, it's not a dueling skill, but you can fork it. I'll allow a fork. Okay, That's so I, we'll intimidate on the scary angle. I say, don't be afraid of the past. Well, then, if you're going to bring that up, I'd be able to fork in history as well. <laughs> you know how... And historically, uh, elves, uh, they've not always been kind to us dwarves. Uh, you know, it's bringing your side of the family, of the, of the, of the family history as well, what would happen. Well, which he may or may not know. Yes, so, how much do I know about daddy's, uh, past? Uh, I think it would be more fun if you didn't know, but I'm not gonna set my foot down and say you definitely don't. I mean, he's a dwarf. With power as one of his, uh, you know, greed idioms. If someone threatens his power, he's not going to just stand idly by. It, it wouldn't be impossible for him to do something like that. Oh, I think it's well known that your father had an iron hand. And uh, you, you firmly believe in grasping fame and glory and, and taking it for your own. But I don't know that he was not fully justified in opposing this elf. Possession is nine-tenths. Uh, says, like, you had the hold. <laughs> or he had the hold, and he held on to it against all challengers. <laughs> so is that, uh, that, is, that is intimidation, then, with the uh, clan history fork for... Yeah, um, yeah. So probably the best I can do is that. It looks like four dies. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's persuasion with uh, ancient history. I think we pick ancient history because there's no such thing as a plain history uh, skill. It's always um. And did you have another fork Command. as well? Command, right? As plenty of dice. <laughs> it's yeah. Bambi versus Godzilla again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do these kinds of things all the time. Oh yeah. I've got one success. You have it's- a better chance in a versus test than you have in a duel of wits. And there's a bunch of successes. It's good to be the prince. Wow. Uh, that is, yeah, that's a challenging uh, uh, intimidation test then. However, since you already have all the 
tests you need. Uh, there's no point in recording it. Yeah, you, like I said, you need to punch goblins and then <laughs> swear at them or something. And your mother dresses you funny. Yes. <laughs> Go intimidate the guy whose shoe you found. It'll probably be easy. Yes. <laughs> Give me your shoe. Just look at him. He'll go, ah! All right. So what this means is, is Fandor's going to get his way, but uh, we'll extend a, a, a small concession to Flint if Flint is up for it, or if, if, if you desire it. Well, a lot of it depends upon uh, which details he brings. Yeah, this is what we'll determine now. Because he didn't clearly, he clearly did not want you to, uh, you know, hand over the crown to the ghost. You wanted to hand the crown to the ghost. Uh, we've determined that Fandral has won that quote-unquote argument. So you're not well, handing the crown over to the, the elf, but you can act, you can always ask for a modifying little concession, like, think about it, or... We stay long uh, enough to find the other pieces. Sh- sure. So we is have. That, or I say, I say, sure. Is that an okay um, concession for for as far so far as you're concerned, Fandral? Um, we'll try to find the other pieces if they're here. We're gonna stay here for days and days no. excavating. We're dwarves. <laughs> Just take us a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we do this on the playground all the time. Yeah, we'll have people searching. Uh, I guess while that's going on, I'd also want to be examining any of the relief in the hall here to see if we can find any information about the history here. How do you mean? Is it telling any stories that we can determine or connect with uh, stories I know? Um, How about uh, you test ancient history? Uh, And let's make it an open test. Which means there's no there's no um, obstacle. This is merely a depth of information test. My new B4 history, ancient history. Yes. And I'll spend a fate to open up those sixes. So nice. one, two, three, four, five successes. Cool. Tracing a few of the the sceneries and the the carvings. They certainly tell a dwarf elf alliance in the old days. There was certainly there there was a bit of uh, exchange of uh, gifts and technology and, and, you know, the dwarves lent stonecraft to the the elves and the elves uh, uh, lent, uh, you know, uh, starlight-filled gems and so forth, enchantments to the the dwarves. That is the general gist of it. Uh, But you wanted specifically something through it. Um, What what did you ask for again? Yeah. uh, Eat brain. Well, I would be looking for specifically things that would relate to Scoria and anything that might help us in our expedition here. All right. Um, Or anything that might relate to this elf story. Sure. There's no particular bit about uh, the elf story, but uh, certainly you see several uh, instances of of these uh, stones that you just found in the hands of elves and dwarves. There's, in fact, uh, an elaborate set of pictograms that uh, show off the use of one, how it's slotted in, how uh, words are spoken, how uh, where previously there was uh, naked rock, there's now uh, a, a portal. So you find a set of like instructions in, in pictures, but no inscriptions. Okay. But now at least you know exactly what it's for. It is what you've, you know, suspected. It's a, it's a key. Excellent. So you guys find any more of that crown yet? <laughs> well, you dig for a while and you find, you find the missing stone, the missing centerpiece thing in the rubble. Uh, it appears that the crown is not a crown, but more like a tiara. 
it's just sort of bent and and uh, sundered in a li- in a few places because an axe hit it. But yeah, uh, and the stone is this gleaming, lovely thing. Uh, and I'm not going to force you to test anything for this flint. Uh, I've already just, done me drooling. <laughs> yeah, it's it just it just brings back that feeling of whoa, oh, and you put it there, and that makes it even better, and it kind of almost ethereal, cloudy stone that seems to hold the night sky and all the clouds and all the firmament. It just shines spectrally. He absolutely shoves it uh, into uh, you know a backpack or something like that. It's a shame we can't return it. Back to the camp, then, sir. <laughs> yes, let's go. Let's okay. Make sure they will make sure the humans are off and on their way. Probably want to make sure you have dwarves up on top first before you let them climb the ropes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they have. A system. Yeah, they, they've been duly compensated, and yeah, once yeah. we're gone, who knows what they'll do? It's like, do you know how hard it is to peel off <laughs> cold leaf? <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually want out, so they, they're 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 glad to have your help to get out. Cutting away from this, to uh, find a little scene with the uh, Ulfkel. You're you're uh, in the midst of brewing and stuff, and then one of the apprentices. Uh, you want something, right? And one of the friends goes, oh, oh, no, no, we forgot it in the tunnel. It's back there in the, uh, you know, halfway to the, uh, the, like, the troll den. Forgot what? Oh, the, you know, your favorite stirring utensil. I, well, we, remember we had to, we had to dig that, the wheel out of the, and I used it as a leverage, you know, and then I, I must have dropped it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Looking at working out in my head how long it take to go back there, and it's getting to that point where I'll just have to make do. <laughs> it it, it, it take too long to go back and get it. I mean, well, really, if you if you're quick, if you're quick, you could you could conceal uh, to do it. I mean, it's not talking. You're talking off kill. True, <laughs> true. Uh, I look over and I, I'm seeing and I'm seeing Rory and his apprentices and the girl busy <laughs> <laughs> working away, going. It'd be a bit of a more of a challenge. It's like, you know, bring one arm tiny behind me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, nothing gets you down, sir. No, of course, when we're <laughs> done, someone will have to clean out all the barrels, and we're, and we're down with an apprentice for doing that. Oh. <laughs> Pat on the back. Don't worry, you only stink for a while, a little bit. <laughs> it looks decidedly uh, spirited. Uh, don't worry, I'll let you take a bath afterwards. In what? Just water. <laughs> a little, yes. Yeah, yeah. You can dash it on your face, you know. All right, so you get you get to work. I say, yeah. well, it works for dishes. You just like having bathed in sand and gravel. This is, unfortunately, this is going to be one of those things. I hate to say, it, I, 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 well, if I was going to do this myself, I would say this is one of the things to be a, a stage test where I have to go clear different hurdles. Uh, you made a you mean a licked test? I don't know if I'd call for that. It's not uh, like uh, yeah. if, if yeah. it were a long process, I, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd do that. Like if you were to go to market and pick out the right grain, and then yeah. you know. Already done and that. that. Yeah, in this case, it, it's, it'll just take the space of several hours. That, that's all it really is. Yeah. Just, so that comes down to, a, I guess, a, a brewing roll, I guess. Yes, that would be it. Now, you can totally fork in stuff if you absolutely want to. Well, definitely grain-wise. 
And beer wise, yeah, to get it just right. That's about it. And I burned all my persona, so that gives me a total. Of, yeah, for our first up and coming nogger, I only got B three in brewing. because <laughs> uh, I never tested against it. This is my, actually my first time I tested against the damn thing. <laughs> you total. were testing against against uh, four dice as well. Just to be clear, the uh, what you want to do is to make the best short beer you can and beat. Yes. Uh, Yes. And, and beat Rory. Actually, wouldn't Rory get an extra die because he has Bear helping him? Uh, he has extra dice for his helpers and Bear. So that's why he only has four dice. He's only a B2, <laughs> a B2 brewer? <laughs> well, yeah, he just opened it. You're an awful teacher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's roll those dice and see what we get. Oh, yeah, burning a fate point. So I got one, oh, two, it, three, oh. four successes. At least Rory didn't set his uh, brew on fire. <laughs> so he only got one success. It means that's a... It's a routine test. However, he gets a challenging mark of his. All right, so... Don't forget, Bear is helping him, so she gets a challenging test as well. I'm not going to ask what her, what her brewing skill is. <laughs> <laughs> he only got a single helping die from her, so it's not five. It could be four, however. Yeah, uh, that's all during this entire brew off. Like, she could be really good. <laughs> <laughs> What's she add in there? What's she putting in the brew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this film, there would be like, you know, you would hear the constant bubbling in the background, and, you know, there would be uh, zoom ins on, on uh, uh, guttering, torch lit eyes glaring right back and forth, and people stirring, and. Um, and apprentices stripped down to the waist with stirring paddles over the mashed tons. Yeah. And you're missing your favorite one. It's my favorite one. But, you know, I can always get a new favorite one. <laughs> well, it's still, a, it's still a, a routine test, but I forgot that. You should have gotten an, uh, one extra point of obstacle on top of that because you didn't have your favorite uh, useful equipment. Oh, but, um, it's still a routine, yeah. Still a routine. All right, but, yeah, you spend a few hours and, and you get uh, this uh, brewed up. Yeah, I mean, it's not ready to drink yet, but, you know, and, and, but in a week I'll be ready to drink. We'll see, see. Oh, you don't actually necessarily know yet. I succeeded in making it, I think, as a good-tasting wort. So I, and so next, so I would say, I hate to say it, next time we find out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so the suspense a, is a little spoiled on our, our side, but uh, the dwarves yeah. will be um, excited. That could be great for Rory. We, we both made beer. Mine's going to yes. taste better than his. Yes. That was the that was the the auspices mm. of the uh, well yeah. uh, the yeah. point of the test yes I imagine some wagering will take place <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure word gets around camp but it's a small enough camp that plenty of the dwarves that weren't Roar's band you know yeah. come to watch and of course yes like uh, like uh, Tom says there's a, there's a bit of betting and um, <laughs> stuff yeah toward the end of it that's when the prince prize shows back up again yes. And I go over here and said, oh, Sarah, I have to report that Aurora came over and requisitioned oh, most of the beer for his for his band. Hmm. Yes, well, I'll go talk to him. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Excellent. And that is exactly the distraction that uh, Flint was hoping for. Okay. Uh, Flint is going to uh, hunt down Bruna. And uh, it, with a little bit of privacy, he said, I've got a big favor for you. He says, I need you to take this crown to this location and give it to a ghost. Yes, a ghost, so that it will no longer haunt our prince. Can you do this for me? Well, 
I, I got a little hurdle there for you, for you, Todd. Um, <laughs> sure. Since we, since we had a test, and it, it was a persuasion-type test, yes. um, you would have yes. to accord with the prince that... Yes, and I said I would not go back, and I'm not. <laughs> the persuasion uh, was that it was not a good idea at present moment to give the crown to the ghost. Right. I don't want to pee on your parade and all that, but uh, the concession was that maybe in future, if we learn more, you know, about ghosts and his claims and such, we would. What you could do, uh, Flint, would maybe be to ask Bruna to hold on to it, right? So yeah, the prince maybe doesn't get any ideas about doing something else with the crown, like. Uh, Throwing it in an even deeper chasm. Melting it down for a paperweight. Or that. Sure. Just for safekeeping. Yeah, yeah, is that cool? Let's test her greed. (laughs) 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 You know, you know, I think it's funny if, if, uh, let's, let's do this scene again, actually. Like you, you're, you're uh, coming up to her, right? And, uh, yeah, you have your stuff. I don't know, you have the crown in the pack and all that. And she's, uh, like oddly, uh, strapping into her scout gears way after her usual time to get into scouting. So that's a little odd. But anyway, oh, and she smells sort of odd and, and sweet and, and there's an odd sort of <laughs> special fragrance about her that that is, yeah, out of place. You know, odd, nice, but out of place. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Is it Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it Saturday? Do you take a bath Saturday? Yeah, so she, you know, turns and goes, oh, Flint. Um, I was just um, going um, about uh, uh, scouting. Well, I, I relayed the, the, our little adventure uh, w- with the, the ghost and uh, the, the finding of the tomb and the recovery of the crown. I, I think this crown has got some significant historical value. But as much as I care for the prince, his distrust for other races, I think he, he would just as likely throw this away. I need you to hold on to it for safekeeping. Ooh. You know, she looks at it, and there's a, a little gleam in her eye, and then she goes, Oh, of, of course, Flint, I, uh, uh, th- I, I, this I can do. Says the girl infatuated with the prince. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it might be a shooting myself in the foot. <laughs> it's not the first time I've done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll have to see how that works out. I mean, you searched us so many times to the feet, you only got one toe left. Just says, though, that it's a shame to hide it away. Do we have to? I suppose, yeah, you, well, yeah. Well, in its current condition, it's not ready for display. It, it, it needs a tinkerer's touch. You're right, you're right. That's true. I wonder, do I know anyone? Uh, she sort of says that to herself and then sort of snaps out of it. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yes, yes. I, I, I will safe keep it, safe guard it, uh, until such a time as, uh, you have need of it, I suppose. Thank you very much. I appreciate your trust in this. Uh, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't run away skipping and holding the crown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But also, I'm thinking, uh, you know, Flint is very sort of forward and trusting and, and nice. And considering what she just did only hours before, she's in a sort of an interesting state. And I think, uh, I think, give me an obstacle to perception test, Flint. Perception, yeah. Well, in theory, I could actually succeed on this. But survey says we actually have three successes. 
Cool. There's definitely like something. She appears to be a little more vulnerable than usual. Maybe a little more receptive to your. Uh, I don't want to say charms because that's not what you're doing, but um, <laughs> your quirky self, your formerly quirky self than before. Yeah. Like, is this maybe a little double-take that you do after the fact? Uh, like, wait, wait, did she? She did it. <laughs> did she? Well, she smiled, at least. Yes. Well, maybe it was a smile. Maybe it was a crowd. <laughs> yeah, I just, but just sit there, you know, stroke his beard. I'll never understand them. <laughs> Women scouts. Uh, I had some more stuff uh, in the bag, but I guess I'll I'll um, I'll shift that over to next time, along with a possible confrontation again with Roar Five Oxen, the <laughs> the constant well-meaning bully boy of of the expedition. Everyone's gonna have their blue toe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, quickly hop on to Ar- Arthur uh, Awards. It's the Arthur Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Cue music and claps and all that. We'll start with Fandral because you're at the bottom. Find out why the elf crown is important. You not only, well, you didn't really have to test anything for it, but um, you certainly did find it out. Uh, But you know what? Maybe it's not explicitly stated, but you did find out that it was important and uh, decide what to do with it. Right? Mm -hmm. You tested that. So I'd say that's worth a persona. Thing. If there's anything in the Golden Hall that can help the expedition to Scoria, that is a, a fate point and a persona for testing and actually succeeding in, in gaining something useful. Amazing. The backdoor I wasn't actually going to give anything really useful to you unless you had rolled really well, and then you did. And uh, I think that's it for beliefs for Fandral. Oh, while we're at it, I'm going to give you a fate point for uh, playing the instinct to uh, not trust the elf. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, the not the humans, which uh, brought the stone into play and all that. That was nice. And hopping mm-hmm. on over to Flint, uh, we had um, boom, boom, boom. well, you certainly tested to get the crown back and get more info from the Ethark, uh, at least. So that's a fate point, even if you didn't actually get, hand the crown over and get any info. Um, <sighs> true, true. I'll give you a fake point for being Fandral's axe as well, generally speaking. You know, going along with him, playing his enforcer with the humans. <laughs> and, and chief toilet seat fetcher. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for for that. No persona points, but I don't think you spent any, really. So uh, Actually for- broke even. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and for Ulfgirl, let's see. Let's see here. Uh, challenge Roy to brew off. You did, and you uh, tested really well. Uh, so let's call that a fate and a persona. Right. And you did not, in fact, make stale beer at all. No, because you got taken away from me. Indeed. So, <sighs> but you did test something, and so that so that is a fate point. You did right. test, uh, you know, have it. Now, depending on what happens next time, you might want to keep that belief. That's true. I might get that beer back. Some of it. Some <laughs> of it, yeah. it. Uh, oh, uh, totally humor, uh, faked, uh, Fandral. Brilliant human, human banter stuff. And re- let's see, the right skill, right time. I don't think anyone had a particular, like, oh, I have this skill. Nah. Uh, I'm g- giving you all embodiment persona, of course. Hey. 
I'll give a persona mold breaker to um dear old Flint, who's who's <laughs> forced to. Uh, all forced into his conflicting, uh, you know, beliefs about being Fandral's second and also doing stuff with the crowd that not necessarily, you know, um, goes along with that. Okie dokie. And, uh, yeah, then it's off to Workhorse and MVP. And the Workhorse, as usual, is uh, the character most relied upon in a given scenario. Uh, I, would, stuff. I would say Fandral this time around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Fandral takes a Workhorse persona. Thank you. And for most valued player who shines in the last moments about whom all the greatest damn couldn't have done it without him, mm. brings the story to its conclusion. Like did a good job of disarming the situation with the humans by coming up with the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. shoe. And the shoe. Yeah. Shoe <laughs> brandisher. We'll, we'll add that. Yeah, he's got the uh, spider breaker. I got the, the shoe man. <laughs> <laughs> So is that actually well, another person? You are now head of human relations. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Voted most most likely to act like a human. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <You can> do- <laughs> but yeah, I'm good with that. Cool. And no deeds this time. So just as a refresher, what would I need to do to earn a deed? To earn a deed, uh, you would have to accomplish something that is larger than yourself or your own character, and especially if what you accomplish goes against something you believe. Right. Uh, uh, the simplest way is just to to go along with my GM stuff, quote unquote, like uh, you know, <laughs> leaping into the the leaping in to help uh, a beleaguered uh, goblin wannabe war chief uh, get his crown, quote unquote, crown. You know, uh, and assassinate the prince. Being a sneaky dude. Duplicitous bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's trying to make you. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, basically I'm learning two things. It's easy to be loyal to the prince when he's around. <laughs> <laughs> when he can explain it to you. See, this is the way it should be. <laughs> and, and this is how you, uh, your family became uh, that line of uh, ruling family. is. <laughs> it's like you talked everyone into it. <laughs> and, if, and if they didn't listen, you bashed them in the head with an axe. That's <laughs> not any ruling family, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's just much like a birthday party. Uh, so here's a good example. Hitching yourself to a cause that transforms the setting but doesn't directly benefit you or your friends. Mm. That could be an interesting thing, right? Like if you, if you were to uh, do something with the humans that completely change uh, their society, not necessarily for, for your own gain, but just you happen to do it, that would oh, be great. So- so that yeah. would include burning down a city? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, if the cost was to, to, uh, it has to be a cost, right? Uh, ah. so, uh, it, it, you know, it's not like, oh, well, let's burn down a city. But if you're burning down the city to, to get at, as a distraction to get at, at the cash in the city full of dwarf wares, and that changes the setting for better or worse, then that would be a deed. Hopefully for the better. <laughs> Since we removed some vermin from the mountaintop. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all take care then, and I will catch y'all next week. Yeah. Excellent. Bye-bye. First time I heard someone say, I have to take a pee. <laughs> it was like an ENTV. Beep, 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 Yikes. It's a good thing. It's uh, it's uh, nice yes. sound effects there. <laughs> this is making riveting, um, riveting 
uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, it's not going on there. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.